What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I'm glad you asked, Greg. I had spicy meatballs for lunch. How spicy are the spicy meatballs? <laughs> Enough to enough to when you when you when you eat them at two o'clock in the morning after you've just been in a war zone for four hours, sure, sure, and and you you just lay down and you do the burp thing and you oh, oh and it burns your throat, sure, and it wakes you yeah. up. That's how spicy you, you get the it burns your eyes. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, it's like because it, uh, get you know, Andy, get it away, get it away, get it, get out of here, yeah, get, get out of here. here. Did you get some tums? Did you eat some tums afterwards? No, instead I got um I also got sweet potato fries to go. Along oh, nice. With them. Okay, so this, these mellow them out. See, it cancels each other out. See, I had meatballs today too, but they weren't spicy. They were just meatballs. It's delicious. All right. I normally don't like spicy meatballs, but this is the closest deli to me, and they're really good. But, you know, I like a little pain with my pleasure. We've talked about this before. You have to. Now, well, do you, how could you not like spicy meatballs? That seems like a great point. Because you, you like spicy foods in general, I would say. Sure. I mean, I don't, I don't, I just don't, I don't think, oh, I need something that, spicy that, that right now. Sound, if it's spicy, I'm fine with it being spicy. That didn't sound very committal. Sure. No. It was very, sure. like, very on the edge, right, Greg? He well, just was like, not. I confident. think about people who like spicy foods. I think about one, Fran Mirabella. Fran oh. likes things so spicy. If you put it on a piece of metal, it'll burn through it. I don't like, I don't gravitate towards spice. I'm not afraid of spice. If spice comes, it knocks on my door. Come on in, spice. Let's have Sounds a like cup of coffee together and talk. But um, I prefer my meatballs just to be normal and like a normal bolognese sauce. These are very much like a, an arrabbiata sauce where it is every bite has got like that peppery goodness to it. And I'm getting used to I'm getting used to them. I'm getting to like them. But at first I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. Jury's still I'm, out. Eat them 10 more times. For you guys, this uh, this is, uh, you know, I'm on the edge of possibly a weird Greg Miller thing, but I don't think so. But I do want to ask. All right, cool. Did you guys grow up eating tums oh, a lot? Is that a thing? Did you? Is that your antacid of choice? Did you? Tums were, yeah, 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 just, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I need, I need some clarification here. Yeah, when yeah. you say eating tums, like yeah, that's what I want to know. That's what I too. Do you mean taking tums, or does Greg Miller medicinally mean eating tums? <laughs> I mean taking tums. I mean okay. taking tums. Okay. I do enjoy. It. I would eat a tum as a candy if I was. It sounded, in the mood. It sounded like what he was doing is like when you know you had that that sister or the female cousin that had the really really good smelling chapstick and sometimes you're like let me just kind of bite on the chapstick a little bit you know because <laughs> okay, it smelled sure, really good sure, so sure. it probably tastes a little good you get the the pink cherry uh nick, nick chapstick uh, or whatever from the spicy meatball federation you had something to say i'll tell you when the scarpino household became a tums thank you when one costco came into play mm. because we then eventually got remember the tums that was like this big and you weren't sure by the time you got to the end of it if they were even like you say remember as if that's not what's in my bathroom right now. You know what yeah, I mean? I've been buying exactly industri right. industrial strength tum bottles forever. My parents <laughs> used to go to my parents' room. They had the tums. They had all the medicine and all the stuff yeah. in there. And whenever you had an upset stomach, you'd go in there. But to answer your question, Andy, I would eat one tum and go, these do taste good. And I would always think that they were like those candies that you used to get in, in Halloween, like candy trifectas. You know, those little tiny shit. Smarties? Get the uh, fuck out of here. Smarties. Smarties. I think Tums, Tums are way, way better than Smarties. Smarties. But see, I used you're to think that. Like, like, what? How you're I want crazy. Smarties to you guys taste. are crazy. But that's how I always wanted Smarties to taste. I didn't want them to taste sour. I just wanted them to taste like Tums. So I would just end up sure. eating multiple Tums, and then that would give me a stomachache. Yeah. So much of this is disturbing to me. Like, I'm with you guys that they are very similar to Tums. That's why they suck, and I would never eat them by choice. I do, in the same breath, want to give a major shout-out to Tums, though. Tums are the one form of, uh, I don't know if they qualify as medicine, but I'm going to put them in that category sure. for the sake of this conversation. When I get heartburn, mm -hmm. I eat some Tums, it's Tums. gone. 
Yep. It's so fast. It's like, so fast. I, yeah. I, I can't believe it because there's so many things yeah. like, oh, it's just in your head or oh, whatever. This will make you feel a little bit better. Tums is just like, no, nah, it actually just fucking fixes the problem instantly. And it's like, why can't this be every medicine? Yeah, I had to, I had to do the, the, the thing where you, I went to the CVS and bought the giant container of Tums. Mm-hmm. The container that I'm talking is like, I don't know, $80. And it was about the size of a fucking cooler, an igloo cooler. It's sure. huge, Tim. This thing is gigantic. Um, but the reason why I really, really needed it is because I was doing a lot of those late nights of buying pizza at 1.34 p.m. Yeah. or a.m. rather in the morning. And I would just scarf down this pizza with a bunch of hot pepper, bunch of hot pepper, Tim. And I really mm. wouldn't feel anything at the moment. But I would wake up, I don't know, 8 in the morning, just wanting to vomit. Like, so you've been asleep it. for two hours? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, around there. Um, it took a little nap, a little cat nap. And I'd wake up with just the just this crazy amount of pain in and fire in my throat or whatever. Yeah. And since then, Tim, I order pizzas a little bit early now. I go like at one a.m. now. It says one thirty four. Sure, fair. And Whoa. then I and then afterwards take like three tums. But Tim, you're not supposed Tell to drink up. water or eat after tums. You're supposed to like wait for about thirty minutes before you do anything. See, and I can't do that because eating no tums just like Smarties is eating chalk. You're oh. just eating chalk. Oh, yeah, real quick, too. Real quick, too. We can throw up a quick timeout. I do know, of course, that I think it's Canada and the UK, or just the UK. Smarties are different than they are in America. When we mean when we're talking about Smarties in America, we're talking about the little fucking. They're poorly wrapped in this little plastic. Oh, I love it. They're the little chalky candies. Love they're terrible. Hold on one second before we get into this argument. They're chalky, and then in the in Canada and hey Jen, they're, they're Smarties chocolate. in Canada. They're the chocolate ones, right? Yeah, and and I think at London too, they're chocolate. They're like they're more like M and M's. We gotta we gotta get on the same page, right? Like we understand metric and the imperial system is one thing, right? But like the fact that Smarties are called Smarties and they are two very different things. The fact that we call them cookies and they call them biscuits. The fact that we call them fries, they call them chips. Let's find let's let's get a little symbiosis going on here. We need to figure this out. But we need to figure this out. In the UK, if you say, I, I forgot my pants, it means you're not wearing underwear. That doesn't make any sense. Like, none That's at true. all, right? In the UK, they call, they call pants ovies. Ovaries. Ovaries. They call ovaries? Ovaries. Good old ovaries. <laughs> so, yeah, this, yeah. this is their Smarties. Keep eating yeah. your fucking thing. These man. are fucking <laughs> Easter M&M. <laughs> we to land on the platform. Those are our Smarties. Yeah. They Wait, call them yeah, Rockets? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, rockets is the thing that's been getting kicked around a lot. Yeah, Jeff oh, that's saying cool. That, that sounds cool. Actually. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, maybe God we change it. Maybe we change it to rockets. And I remember it was, you know, even growing up, I remember it being one of those. This is where I was into a weird situation of my alternate universe, right? Where, you know, growing up, obviously I was eating horrible stuff all the time, so I was eating tums all the time. And so like tums were just a staple in our house, and you think that it's everybody's house. And I remember one time on like some school field trip. We were going, it was like an overnight or whatever, and Poe had was next to me and he had a bag and he pulled out this giant thing of Tums. And I was like, all right, cool, Tums are normal. But then I remember Poe is just as weird as I am, so I didn't know if I was going to talk to you guys about Tums and you would have no experience with Tums. So when did you I, start having... more modern thing for me. When did you start having... Yeah, because Tim, I'm talking well, like, like the first time I got heartburn was maybe the age of 23 or something. It wasn't even... It, yeah, growing it was up probably as a, 27. I definitely had heartburn before all that. But it was more like, I think, even an upset tummy. Like a, t- a tum settles on it. Now you're taking yeah. Tums. Yeah, you, like guys, you guys definitely weren't overweight as children. <laughs> yeah. I twisted my ankle. I'd have <laughs> Pop a couple Tums. <laughs> Don't drink water, Greg. though. <laughs> Greg gets it. Greg twists his ankle. He's like rubbing Tums on me. <laughs> you're like, no. Oh, man. I love no, it. Tums. So I'm going to get one before hey, the show's uh, over. I bet. Tim. What's up? Mm-hmm. Like the whole heartburn thing. Like that was that was the first time I've ever felt old. 
where I was, I, I, yeah. I want to say I turned like 20, maybe two. And I know like, what you mean, Kevin. Yeah. And all of a sudden I was like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I can't, like, my throat hurts. Like, the, the heartburn's yeah. that bad. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, no, yeah. It, it is the moment because you hear people talk about it your entire life. Like, oh, heartburn. You're like, like, are there scarier words than heartburn being put no, next to each nothing. other? Where it's like, oh, this is a thing people just have. You're like, what? The, no way. And it's like, you can't fathom it because you haven't had it. And then when it happens, you're like, oh, I mean, I would have called this, this throat burn, but still. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. well, even I guess, the thing of being a kid and having heartburn, like, you know, indigestion or whatever. I'm not even a kid. I don't even know. You know diarrhea. But like, it's like. Cha, cha, cha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, having that and then like when i've had it in more recent years real heartburn where it is like i wake up in the middle of the night like oh my god like andy's talking about where it feels like there's yeah. acid in my fucking throat i'm like jesus yeah that's acid reflux um yeah I see, kevin i that. guess i guess when i i guess i quitted it to being old i know that feeling kevin because i had only seen people in tv shows or my parents talk about heartburn so then the first time that i got it i was like oh wow we oh. we're we're hitting that stage in yeah. life right now um, the, the singer of Coheed and Cambria actually de- deals with a lot of acid reflux and would oftentimes be trying to sing and would just would have to like burp fucking bile. And like he just, Jesus. you know, it was like a big issue with him. Can you imagine like you're a singer, you're on stage and suddenly there's just acid coming from your belly straight to your throat. and You have to kind of like back off and be like, this sucks. I, I don't know how he fixed that, but that's, that sounds like a whole other issue. Here. <laughs> I, I had an old friend of mine who was uh, actually probably still is a Broadway singer. And she suffered from that like a lot. And they had to put her on like a raw foods diet, which was the first time I'd ever heard that. I was like, what, what does that mean? So basically it was, you can't cook anything. It has to just be straight up. Bro- she would eat broccoli and like almonds. And that was oh. it. And I'm like, that, stuff, that's, that's not worth it. I'm like, quit your career. Because to me, I'm, if I can't have Taco Bell once in a while, it's just not, it's not worth it. I've been eating a lot of almonds lately. Real good stuff. <laughs> just buy a little, just buy a little thing of, uh, now, of course, the TVS are insanely expensive. I need to just Almonds in the, general are insanely expensive. They are. Is, is that the thing, Greg? Is it, takes, it, not like, just, it takes a ridiculous amount of water to make an almond. It's like it's a gallon really? or something. Right? Yeah. Because right. I think, because like I was thinking maybe I should just That's walk nuts. down to Safeway, which is like fairly far away. It's a decent mm-hmm. hike. It's a good like, you know, 25, 30 minute walk on the way to over there. To but, grow one almond. One almond requires 1.1 gallons of water. Yeah, worth it. it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I'm not helping the environment. Bad. Shout out to Tums. Shout out to Almonds, man. Yeah. What a great podcast so far. Yeah. Before we introduce the rest of the uh, podcast, there are two tip of the hats we need to give out in the live chat when you can be watching patreon.com slash kind of funny, which I'll talk about in a second. Corey Scott said, Tums is the tastiest miracle. And I think they should put that on the fucking model. But then when I tweeted that out, a guy named Richard tweeted, every day ends with the Tums Festival. <laughs> Oh my God, Richard! What are you eating every day? I a love Tums it. Festival <laughs> is so much dirtier sounding than I think he intended. It does, yeah. yeah it sure. Does. Yeah. Yeah. Tummy sticks. Yeah, tummy sticks. Ah, uh, of course. A talking about shot. tummy shots is the Hispanic heartthrob, Texas treat, Latino heat, <laughs> clicking heads and ripping them to shreds. The globe trotting head shot and nitro rifle from Twitch.tv. Andy Cortez. I bought a couple apples over the weekend. What kind? Um, oh, you know what? This was very, very important for me, Greg, because I know that this is a big topic that you'd like to bring up. What apples are, taste good? What apples are bad? Which apples yeah. are over, overrated? Yeah. I bought three. I bought three of each kind. So I bought wow, one. I mean, not of each. Like, there's a lot of different kinds, right? But I bought, I bought one that was a food Fuji. Fiji? Yeah. Fiji. 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 Apples, bought a Fiji. Um, I bought Red Delicious. 
Sure. Garbage. Those are the bad ones, right? That's what I thought. Because yeah. I remember like people saying red delicious your, more like you, you give it to your teacher, right? Because guess what, teach? I don't give a shit what you want. You're not worth a quality apple. Here's this thing. God, I got it. I, I forgot the third one that I bought. Apple. It's not a Granny Smith, though. Is it green? No. Is it a honey crisp? You need to get a honey crisp. That's a honey crisp. Yeah, it's a dynamite apple right there. Is, is, uh, is it right? This is it. This is a honey crisp. That's a honey crisp right there. You're yeah, a good, you're it's, good it's one, a right? tasty apple right here. Audio yeah. listeners, you ready for this? You ready for this, audio listeners? Uh, Kevin, can you boost up my mic to 400 decibels, please? Ready? There you go. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, is he joking? No, it, was below your, it was below your gate. We didn't hear <laughs> no anything. No one heard we anything. <laughs> Nothing. Silent. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? I thought you were messing with us. I thought you like did the thing where you you, you, you muted your mic. Yeah. Did I? Sock Andy. Yeah. No, no way. I muted my mic. I muted my mic after, so you didn't hear try the again. following take a, crunches. Take a, take a, try to take another bite. Try to one more. Bite. You take a, we're doing one more. Yeah. Hold yeah. On. Keep your hands. Let me get this last one. All right. Don't mute. Let me it. process don't, this don't last one. Sure, yeah. I'm not touching mic. Don't talk to mic. It's too loud. It's it's too loud. Hands off. Hands off. Sorry. Is it loud right now? Yeah, two hundred percent. One sec. Yeah, they don't. We don't hear anything. Nah, it's too. You're not. It's not loud enough. You're not. You're not breaking. Turn through. your gate off. No. It's definitely loud enough. I think it's just it, there's an issue. There's We're an having issue. an issue. <laughs> <laughs> That's not me, man. I'm crunching. It's not me. It's, there's an issue somewhere. I'm, I am. I am loudly crunching. So okay, let me. Let me. Oh. Oh, oh, do you have the Kevin. crunch filter on? Is the crunch filter on? Take that out. No, I apples. had the crunch filter on. I had the crunch filter on. One sec. I got Fran right. Mirabella hooked on the pink lady apples. He didn't believe me at first, but I was like, go out and buy a pink lady apple. Now I think he's all team so pink lady. What's a pink lady apple? They're they're like a honey crisp, uh, very similar to them, but they're slightly sweeter and slightly more sour, mm. which sounds weird. It but sound to good. me, it's my absolute favorite apple. I went down a, a rabbit hole of apples. When I did like a whole, I did this weird diet. I'm always doing weird diets. One of them was like, you can have an apple a day. So Sweet. I went and tried as many apples as I possibly could. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you can have an apple a day. It doesn't well, it keep was the like, doctor away. <laughs> along, with, along with the rest of the diet, it was like you're allowed to have one piece of fruit. I forget what it was. I think uh, Matt Wong put me on it. Oh, back I, in the I day. miss him. Where's Matt Wong nowadays? Oh, Kevin. Oh. At, at some point, I turned. I, you know how we have off input sensitivity. At some point, that got turned back on. We were going like through it today. Thing. Remember? Was it then? It's possible. It's possible. All right. Are you ready for attempt number three? Here, here's what I'm gonna say. No, no, no. You're stop. gonna edit out the other to go. two, right? You're gonna edit out the other two. Absolutely. It's, uh, no, Dale Sapwell already saw it in the live stream, so there's no reason to. Okay. All right. Number three. Here we go. Third time's a charm. Apple a day. So now here's here's the weirdest thing. You have to be messing with us. We you have to be messing with us. You heard the first, you heard your teeth the scrape, touch it. The scrape. Yeah. yeah. But then it cuts it out. It and maybe just was at the wrong point. Maybe it's just real loud in my head. Yeah. Maybe well, no, I mean because it's dead silent in real life. No, it's you would hear that. I got an apple over here. I'm gonna bite an apple. Hold on. Yeah, maybe try a new apple, Andy. Maybe go get a new apple. Maybe that one's broken. Wait, is, is Granny Smith apples out? Is that not cool anymore? Granny Smith? Yeah. Which ones are those? Are those the green, green ones? Green ones? Yeah. You guys are straight up blowing my mind. Like, I never in my life have I thought there are different types of apples besides green and red. Like, nope. I, I didn't oh know God. they all Tim had ones. these, like, subclassifications. Tim, there, like, I, I Googled so while dumb. I was at the store, I Googled best apples. Um, and there's also some breeds in different parts of the country that are selective to that area. Breeds. It's really cool. 
Yeah, so yeah. I'm looking just at a small, a quick chart right here. We've got the Granny Smith, uh, we got the Fuji, we've got uh, oh, these are the ones that I know: Macintosh, the Honeycrisp, Rosy Glow. I've never heard of that before. Red. You know, that's why. That's what they. That's why Macintosh has the Apple logo. You know that, Tim? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a type wow. of Apple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got the pink Am lady. Ready? And, uh, gonna bite? Oh, leopard. All right, he's gonna bite. He's gonna bite everybody. Red delicious. Wow, that's not a great. Yeah, that's a good. That's great. That was that sounded really good. Really good. I, Why, yeah. yo, what's, okay, I want to give my third shout out of the day. I gave one to Tum Tums. I gave one to I forgot the other thing, but I did. Uh, <laughs> the third thing I want to give a shout out to is this chart that is literally just called comparing apples to apples. That's <laughs> awesome. Shout out to Sprout. Fucking brilliant. Good for them. What's my I'm, second shout out? The show's been live for 16 minutes. I want to give. I want to recap my shout outs. <laughs> number one, number two. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of, I'm perplexed right now with all the, with the whole apple biting issue. Like I don't know why we can hear Greg so clearly. Yeah, Greg's is coming through. Chompy. Do you want me to try Greg's one more? No, I don't. I'm gonna try a fourth real quick. Everybody, mm-hmm. quite four down. times charm. They always say that. Four times a charm. Here we go. Here we go. Greg. Can you bite at the same time that I'm going to bite? Right, Ready? Three, two, one. What is wrong? Wow. Like, you can't hear his bite. I heard it loud as, loud as clear. Loud as a bell. Yeah, Thank you. Loud as clear. I appreciate back at IGN. There was a podcast beyond where Goldfarb ate an apple on mic. You know, everybody was so mad at him. For doing that during a podcast, and we are literally just doing an episode <laughs> eating apples. We're like, yeah, oh, whatever. Sorry, sorry. I, I at this point, it's just be, apple it's, now. I don't want to fucking waste it in a brown apple. But at this point, it's it sort of feels like it's like we're 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 going through technical difficulties. Like we're troubleshooting the tech. Because why is my apple bite not coming to the mic? Can we call Elgato? Weird. Yeah, we should we should well, ask. Maybe wait, it's a wait. Discord issue. Real quick, <clears throat> has anyone ever tried one of these opal apples? The ones that are like fucking like orange or yellow. No. no, no, I've never seen them. That's cool as hell. I fuck like that. I don't trust that. That's not the right apple. colors. Smitten. I've a yellow apple. There's one called Smitten. We better get I'll, sponsored by Tom, Tom's and Apples. There's and nothing the, better than a valley pickles. lemon. A valley lemon. No, a valley lemon. No one's eating lemons like valley lemon. A valley lemon is a thing that is well. We call them valley lemons because obviously the Rio Grande Valley. They're probably grown in other places. Obviously, um, I would be. You know, I would be just silly to think otherwise. A valley lemon is a mixture of orange and a lemon. Mm. And it is super green and they're gigantic. And it's just the best tasting citrus you'll ever have in your life. You take one of those, pour a bunch of salt, and you just fucking dive in, dude. Oh, it's so good, dude. I'm not fine. Kevin, what's what's this guy's story? Bottom or mid right? Yeah, big ass lemon. Yeah. And he invented the valley lemon. Isn't it obvious? Really? Yeah, Holy shit. and he grows the biggest one, and then he He's eats it RGB. himself every year. Wow. Instead of a turkey at Thanksgiving, he has a big valley lemon. <laughs> He's 117 well, years old. 17 now, on valley lemon. I don't want to change the subject back. too fast or too far. You know what I mean? We're having a great time here talking about yeah. apples. And I'm having a great time. But I, and I don't mean to put you on blast, Andy. I'm but I think it. it's weird that Andy's having so much trouble with his microphone and his Apple business because for the past week, on Instagram, Andy has been sending me these batshit crazy messages where he just talks into the microphone like a weirdo and sends them in the middle of the night. It's creepy. I was, I'm glad you bring that up because I was planning on bringing this up. And I hope that the microphone works in this case because um, every once in a while, I'll just get 
random messages, voice memos. And I got to assume maybe it's somebody with Greg's account who's sending me creepy messages. That's what I'm hoping for, right? That's that's best case scenario. No, but let's go ahead and listen. Let's go ahead and listen through them right now. I hope um, you can hear this. Here's a first one. This is from Thursday. I hope you can hear this. Is it going or because we can't no, hear it? Yeah. Yeah. No. Andy, what Why? is going on? Seems like you're making Stupid some stuff up, Andy. <laughs> Seems like you're making some stuff up, Andy. God damn it. Can you play it on your end? Oh, hold on. Let me turn off clip guard on the wavelength. I, I just. Nothing? No, we heard that. When was the last time you felt alive? Yeah, hold Andy? on. Jesus hold on. Christ. <laughs> Greg. Uh, nothing on yeah, that one. one. No, yeah. no, that was not, not anything. It's so weird. Maybe talk. I don't know what's happening with a microphone. Maybe maybe you say a couple words and then let the 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 voice oh, like let go. the gate stay open. Yeah, anyway, yeah, let yeah, me yeah. let me play the second one. I'll be talking right now till this one starts. No, it was scarier because yeah. the gate started <laughs> cutting <laughs> off. <laughs> he asked when where were the files burned next. Oh, I'll find my phone. I'll find my phone. I'll find my phone. God. I don't now, know why do, my shit is while working. While he's finding his phone, while he's finding his phone, I do want to let everyone here know something that just happened to me, also involving one Gregory J. Miller. Uh, we're having this conversation, this riveting conversation, if you could put it that way, and I get a Slack message from him suggesting the title for the podcast because we always do the podcast, and afterwards we're like, "What the fuck should we name it?" So I appreciate Greg being proactive about it, but I want you guys to know that he wrote, unironically, "Apples, apples everywhere, but yeah. not a drop to drink." Yep. Kind of funny podcast. Yep. Yeah. That's and what like, call it. I had to read that and then look up at the camera and I saw him look at me and like we made eye contact and he made sure that we had to, I had to acknowledge him. He made sure he, you saw it. He had, yeah. Yeah. That he had submitted that. It's just like, it, Listen, yeah, Greg. There, we're you gonna, hear this? As we all know, as we all know, there's no point in in throwing out a funny Slack message unless you get to see the person's reaction and then have them recognize that you're seeing their reaction to it. That's usually how it goes. Yeah, it's, you have to do it. You have to. All do right. That. So this is one I sent. Okay, hold on. Jen wants me to. You get a, You have a double feature here. There are the messages to Andy, and then Jen wants me to show Porty eating an apple. I really want to see my first. stupid microphone worked. Uh, I'd like to see Porty eating an apple first. Please. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the podcast is. Oh, I thought there was a video. She, I walked over to get my phone. She's like, "You understand? The dog ran in here because he thought I was eating the apple. He did not think you would be the one eating the apple." Because of course, <laughs> I love this so much. I can't wait. Look how cute that little dog is. Look at how cute he is. Man, how you don't cute. care about our audio listeners right now, Greg. <laughs> oh damn! The tables have turned. Oh my I'm so god! Excited. Oh my god! <laughs> he's so, God, he's happy. happy it is. Oh, that's the first. Yeah, that's when he uses the most he of his, is. you know, jaw power right there. That's what it's all about. That's the, that's the energy for the day right there. He was all really right. So here we go. That. So this is uh, from Thursday, uh, nine forty six p.m. I don't know how this works either. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we we're get, fucking we useless. We you have to hold either. it to your ear. You probably have to hold I'm it to fucking, your ear. I'll be honest no, with you guys. Is there, this is no, the no, speaker button. Can you turn this? Put the speaker on. 
Let me this use the last time button. I listened to this podcast. Hey, you play the play button. I hit the play button. Nothing happens. Hmm. This is a bad podcast. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh, the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Rounding out the quartet, Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the verified one at Tim Gettys. What's the most? I, I think I, I can figure this out. Things. I think I can figure this out, guys. I think I can figure this out, everybody. He thinks he has it. I think, yeah, Kevin, I'm about to Blow our break minds. everything you say to me once I'm closer to the edge, okay? I'm what I'm about right. to do is I'm about to bring in, uh, hold on, let's see. Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna work. It's gonna work. It's gonna work. It's gonna work. Everybody be quiet. Everybody be quiet. It's not working. It's not working. <laughs> no, no, it's not working. Do we, are we seriously about to have another podcast that's titled "We're Sorry"? Those episodes do well, so I'm not against it. Oh God, I heard myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an echo, and we can't hear you, Andy. So you have to open up Wavelink. Oh, wait. We heard it. We heard it. Go, go, play it. When was the last time you saw the live, Andy? (laughs) Oh, shit, though. Does the the kids hear it? Yeah. Okay. Here's the next one. There's nothing in silence. Where do the demons go? What is wrong with you? Is he leaving this as a voicemail or DM? I had to change the way way my audio was routed, so that's why I had to mute everything. Y'all heard a bunch of doubling. Did that work, though? Y'all heard that? Yeah, Yeah, we heard where the demons go. The key is to leave. You got to leave a lot of dead space in the front before you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's And and also, what I've also noticed is that the per like, I'm I'm assuming, Greg, very inquisitive, asking a lot of questions. (laughs) Where will the fires burn next? Where do the demons go? Like, what are all these questions, Greg? And why? Are, first off, why? <laughs> well, I Just like inter- I like interacting with you. Yeah, and then I. <laughs> okay, point of clarification: that's not interacting per se. <laughs> that's just you weirding Andy out at odd hours, which is just it, it, say what you will. It's hilarious. Yeah, say exactly. what you will. People love it. He comes off a stream. He's had a big. He's had a big day on Twitch, and then there's a little message from a little treat there. I like to think of myself as kind of like Reverse Saint Nicholas. Like you're not. You don't want me to come for you, but I'm there. I'm there in the wee hours of the night. You know, ready to yeah. talk to you. I come down that chimney. I'm fucking. I'm taking something. I'm taking something. Yeah. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the kind of funny podcast each and every week. Four, sometimes five, best friends gather on these microphones. Each coming with whatever it is they want to do or talk to you about. Sometimes you like that. Sometimes we do episodes that drive you away. And you never come back. Let's see what this one will be. Uh, remember, if you like this, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, where, of course, you can kick us a few bucks. Ask us your questions. You could be watching the show live just like Mike L is, Lexi G is, Dale Sapwell is, Ignacio Rojas is. Uh, of course, you could also get the show ad-free there, and you can get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every episode. However, if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can get it each and every episode on youtube.com slash kindoffunny podcast services around the globe each and every week housekeeping for you thank you to our patreon producers kieran o'donnell steve powers julian the gluten-free gamer uh alexander noxel bill i am today we're brought to you by me undies and babble now i feel feel so embarrassed like just for this episode already i feel like it's your fault like because you fucked up your fault yeah Mm. 
Because, I mean, like, you've tried multiple times to do things over there. A lot of times. It yeah. just has not worked at all. And it's really just little stuff, like trying to eat an apple. That's what you fucked up. Really. It should be simple. It. It should I mastered be. that yeah. when I was Tim 12. Yetis. Uh, can I have the, the floor for just a little bit? Go for it. There are three separate things I want to bring up to, to this beautiful crew right here. First off, I want to say that this weekend, Portillo and Moose met for the first time, which was very exciting stuff. Kev, can you bring up the picture, please, that I sent to, to Assets? So this is the picture that Jen took. The moment. The moment that it happened. The king and Moose the prince. dominating. No, Portillo I mean, it was, it was very much the opposite, where Portillo like was cool with moose definitely like way cooler with moose than i ever expected him to be but moose was like bowing down mm-hmm. to the king in a way that like i wish we got better video of because he was straight up just like it was all respect it was I like i want to be place in your in presence yeah. but like mm-hmm. i want i just want to be part of this but the reason i bring this up is kev can you scroll down a couple tweets to the one of the picture oh, I mean, things. scroll up scroll up Oh, hail Hydra. A picture. Yeah. <laughs> hail Hydra. That's amazing. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. It that is, is amazing. Too damn good. I love it. I love I it. Had so a, much. I had a good chuckle at that. That's a damn good comment. That's like, damn but, so I want to bring that up. And then Hold while on, I was. Time you up. Or is yeah, it still about on. the dogs? I was going to move on. That was the thing number one. I was going to move on. What, what I want to do a that? 1A here that is a listener question, but related to all this. All right. Mm hmm. Jordan D writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like you can and says, hello, kind of funny crew. I write in today with a funny story. Over the past weekend, I have hung out with two separate girls, both of whom I wouldn't mind pursuing romantically. With both of these girls, the topics of pets came up. Parentheses, one girl owns two very small dogs, and the other was telling me about her roommate's cat, while me and her were in a cat cafe. Now, I have never owned a pet. My parents aren't into them as they are not from this country. However, wanting to contribute to this convo and knowing these girls are into pets, I decided to explain the premise of Kind of Funny to them and then segued into showing them pictures of Portillo and Moose, getting them to aww and say how cute your dogs were. However, before I go and do this to a third time, do I have your guys' permission to use pictures <laughs> of your dogs in order to woo these girls? To be clear, I am not pretending that these pic- these pictures are of my own pets. I am telling them that these belong to goofballs on the internet, but they seem to love these dogs and their backstory and names. So I request your blessing, not Eddie Oye Jr., to keep doing this. For your consideration, Jordan Deep. I mean, of course. No, you're handling this absolutely the right way. Exactly. Which is, it. I mean, look, that's what the whole best friend, best friend thing is about. It's like you see these dogs, you're just like, I have relations with these dogs in the same way that, like, you know, my friend Curran, it's like their dogs. I don't think he's had relations. Yeah, I don't think they've had a relationship. That's not, that's not what relations mean. <laughs> yeah, really? you can have relations. Guys, come on. Get your minds out of the fucking gutter. I'm not talking about fucking dogs, you sick asshole Andy Cortez. Oh God. God. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Jesus. You could, relations could be friends. It could be family. I you guess know? I just think of Bill Clinton up there. No, I think <laughs> when someone relations. says really, you're having relations, though, I think the connotation with that Maybe is that you're banging both dogs. And I heard you like to fuck dogs. Usually. Fuck, man. 
Did you leave a nice pause he before did. that, though, Greg? He, yeah, he did. I saw it. Because we had to. I, I have no problem with this kid using either of your dogs uh, Thank you, to endear himself. As long as he's being honest, I think that's yep. totally fine. You have two very, very cute dogs. It shows you have a softer side. Um, I, to this day, still, when I see cute things on Instagram, I send it to my wife because I want her to like me. Hasn't worked yet, sure. uh, but we're going to get there. We're going to get that one day. Uh, I would also say for this person, uh, maybe segue, if you really want to show that you have a love for animals, segue to the mini pigs. I love them. There's a whole host of Instagram accounts that that that, that, that feature of mini pigs. And I sent one to Joy the other day where the pig was just spinning around like a top. It was great. Mm-hmm. Also, one thing that I think could sort of work in your favor, um, tell them about our Patreon. Uh, yeah, patreon.com. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be helpful. Or just have Let them Venmo know. Andy some money, you know, have them Venmo Andy like a, a cool hundo. A little hundy spot, a little, little 10 spot. Mm-hmm. That's 10 bucks. Well, what do you want? Uh, to do? Tim, you're free to move on to two and three <laughs> when, at, your, uh, at your leisure. So, yeah, moving on to two was something that I didn't have planned for this episode. Moosinon. Uh, Moosinon, there we go. As I was uh, trying to get the link to the moose picture to send to Kevin uh, to bring up here. I saw that Gwyneth Paltrow vagina was mm-hmm. trending on Twitter, That's and I was I was intrigued, so I clicked on it. Yeah, we, we talked all, about this on the morning show long. Or we uh, can all guess uh, where this came from. Correct. This is the egg thing she does, right? The candle thing. No candle. Candle. Yes. Egg candle. candle, candle that smells like her candle? vagina. A candle smell. A candle yeah, smells she, like her vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow oh, has a company shit. named Goop. Yeah. yeah. Don't you put something up your stuff. vagina? No. There's a. A, a, a Gwyneth Paltrow scented candle. Okay. And that's the whole thing. That that was the story from a long time ago. The story today that I bring into you, because God, it's too good to, to not bring up right now. Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina scented candle has reportedly exploded in a UK woman's home. Quote, awesome. I've never seen anything like it. The whole thing was ablaze and it was too hot to touch. There was an inferno in the room. <laughs> but how did it smell? That's what I want to know. <laughs> It's That's just terrifying. like terrifying. That's terrifying. And and so then though, this like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina trending right now is leading to a bunch of ridiculous headlines that I've never seen. Someone tweeted out, Iron Spidey tweets out Gwyneth Paltrow and the crazy headlines, a saga. So it's the one I just read you. Followed up with from E News, Gwyneth Paltrow claimed she made yoga popular. Quote, mm-hmm. I went to do a yoga class in LA recently, and the 22-year-old girl behind the counter was like, have you ever done yoga before? And I was like, you have this job because I've done yoga before. Jesus. Wow. What? So that's a weird thing. Wow. Damn, that's right. like when, uh, when what's-his-name uh, claimed that he invented the internet. You were like, I don't know if you were the only one behind yeah. that allegory. And there might be a couple other players did in he, that game. Did he claim he invented the internet or worked on it? That, was the, that became the joke. Yeah. I don't no, know. I know. It, I know. It, you know how all these things get elevated to the point but where it's like, the thing, But here's the thing, guys. guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold on. No, I'm correct. Because Goop is her company, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Goop. Goop, is the company. Goop Wellness, the Jade Egg, $66. And it says, yeah. Yoni eggs harness the power of energy work, crystal healing, Yo, and take like physical called? practice. Yogi work. Anyway, anyway, yeah, Yoni. Yoni eggs harness Yoni the eggs. power of uh, energy work, crystal healing, and a Kegel-like physical practice. Insert the egg into your vagina and feel the connection with your body by squeezing and releasing the egg. You guys don't know shit about Gwyneth Paltrow, and I'm embarrassed to be on this podcast with you, First Andy. Off, you I'm sorry. 
First off, Greg, I agree with you. Like I always do across the board, even if I don't know what I'm talking about. That's like true I, just, right there. I just blatantly, yeah. I, you said, A, you said Gwyneth Paltrow. I remembered something from my history. I said, Greg, spot on, 100%. He knows exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, so I don't think don't that let me in with these Wait, guys. I, I have a question, though, like a serious sure. note. Did she make it popular? Because it wasn't popular with, like, was it popular 30 years ago? No, like, I that mean, wasn't a thing, a very, right? You know what I mean? Like you, somebody you had a good to. point. Yeah, that is true. But I don't think she's the only person that popularized. I mean, listen, maybe, maybe she did it first, got, and then it picked up and it, and it swept the country. But but I'm just saying, know, we're all man. sitting here laughing at it. Let's check some. If, fa- you, can claim, if you can legitimately claim that you are the person responsible for making yoga popular in the world, or at least even in the continent, just the United States. Yeah, just the United States. We're not claim. in the world. Or, that is a baller claim. Like that, that's yeah, big in India like, on its own. I, I can imagine Fred Durst saying, you're listening to rap rock because I popularized it. I can picture Fred Durst saying something along those lines. I can't picture, like, I, don't, I think yoga is just too far reaching of a thing. You know? well, because also, fair, you, you she didn't remember. say that. She didn't say that. E! News said that. She said, and I'm going to read the quote again. I went to do a yoga class in LA recently. And the 22-year-old girl behind the counter was like, have you ever done yoga before? And I was like... You have this job because I've done yoga before. That statement's not claiming she invented yoga. What is no, that? I'm not mean? saying she not invented. I'm she saying made it. <laughs> no one, no one thinks. She's at no point saying, did anyone think that she invented yoga. No, right? yeah, Andy? I'm just saying that. No, like, I, I know, yeah, no. yeah. I think like the idea of her saying that, uh, like this shit's popular because of me, is really wild. It's really wild. Wild and crazy. It's a bold kid. claim. Well, also, that's like completely. Did you like? If you, did you guys watch that documentary about Bikram? Like, that's just completely throwing him. And that whole brand out the window, which you probably should because he was a terrible person. But like I remember Bikram yoga being a thing before any anything else picked up before this. So I would say he was probably more responsible for it than she is. But hey, she's a better person, so let's give it to her. We got we got to we got to get to the bottom. Of it. Well, is is <laughs> she a better person than Bikram? Person? Yeah, I don't know much about Bikram, but I well, do know that the third he was real bad. I watched that documentary. No, yeah, he was very, very, very the third rainy. headline I want to read is Gwyneth Paltrow sued for allegedly skiing into someone. And then skiing away. Listen, man, you got to ski hit and run. I don't listen. I will say this: I don't know anything about ski hit and runs, but my man Snowbike Mike probably does. So if you want to get an authority on that, you can see if it's cool or not to just hit someone and, and keep going in Tahoe. I, I doubt mean, it. Worst cool. case, it's How, be read the article. Read strong. the article. How bad was it? Bad was what the the she skied into somebody. What is the that? Ski and run. I don't she know. Bumped man. and run. The, I, there's a lot of screenshots and the links aren't clickable, so I don't know. Is it, it taking like you to? I just picture it... shots of her like looking back, like really scared. <laughs> Could you imagine though, Andy? You and I are shopping. We're shopping the nar, right? We're just yeah. shopping the nar nar, and yeah, it's fresh powder, and we're having a good day. And we stop just to just to tell each other how good of friends we are and how excited we are that we finally get a chance to hang out with the rest of these yahoos in our life. Yeah. Just, just two ding dongs, just hanging out in a package together, and all uh-huh. of a sudden, someone comes by and they just take me off my feet, and you yeah. see just a glint of blonde hair, and part of you thinks, "Was that Gwyneth Paltrow?" Uh, yeah, because <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> picking you up and being like, uh, Nick, being like, "What happened, Andy?" I think Gwyneth You're Paltrow never gonna believe this. <laughs> you. <laughs> You're never gonna believe this. You won't believe it. I told you, Kevin. Please oh. bring up what I just said to assets. You guys are going to love this. You're going to think I'm crazy, Nick. Lay <laughs> uh, Ugly treat tweets, when you're getting ready for bed, but forget about your Gwyneth Paltrow vagina candle. But deliver us. <laughs> <laughs> Lead 
Oh my god. Great. That's really, really good. Good. That is perfect. (laughs) Oh man. All right. So that was thing two out of three that I want to bring up. The (laughs) third thing I want to bring up that might be ruining a bit that I am just unaware of. And I checked with all parties that I thought might be involved in this bit. So because I didn't want to ruin it. Mm -hmm. But someone sent me a peep. Nice. Do any of you know why this is here? Oh, I do. Yeah. Greg Bottom, right? Yeah, no, I Joey buy a peep. No. Oh. Yeah, oh, Joey and Nick. Surprise for everyone? Me and Joey bought peeps for everyone because it's, it's the season again. Yeah. So we're sending them all to everyone. Tim, yeah, I got, I got the peeps laced too. with cyanide, though, so don't lick it. <laughs> no, mine is it's marshmallow. <laughs> Why is it so big? Ooh. I got a remember, small, you remember how big the peep was last time? No, I know, but like I got one that looks like that that is like a fourth the really size. Really small. Yeah, me too, Kevin. I didn't get any, so Joey. I didn't get a peep at all. Yeah, mine's tough. real big and it's real smelly, and it's one of those type of smells <laughs> that is like, I, I hate it when it's far away from me. Where I'm yeah. like, something's off and like chemically <laughs> produced in this house, but then I get it near me. And I'm like, oh, those are fucking marshmallows. <laughs> like it's the weirdest thing. Moose is eyeing this thing because he thinks oh, it's yeah. a hedgehog. He's gonna hump the hell out of it. Oh, oh, oh. It's the same. Oh, Joey's hey, Joey. here. Okay, everybody. It's Christmas in January. Joey Noel. Hey, it's me. Um, yeah, there's a lot of peeps that are either on their way or have arrived. Let me tell you, those not as easy to find as the ones that the bunny ones that you guys got last year. Yeah. It's really hard to tell sizing because some of them say that they're like eight inches and they're supposed to be. And then apparently Tim's is giant and the rest of them are tiny. Sometimes, so. yeah, sometimes you got to lie about that's the... just how the world works sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, they're, they're all coming. I didn't know that yours was marshmallow scented. Yeah, oh, close. it is. And it's intense, man. It's yeah, a you lot. Put, you no, it I, it, what's yeah, funny is I said out. I reached out to everyone that I thought uh, might be involved in this. Look at how small means- Andy's is. Yeah, mine's that Andy. size and it's that color. It's like they didn't care about us, Andy. Andy, Andy, you're telling guys dinky little doinkers. It doesn't even oh, smell a, like it doesn't even a, smell like marshmallow. Yeah, it's a pathetic peep. That's a tiny little peep. Yeah, mine smells terrible. I love I love you that I shouldn't have volunteered for Yo, this. that one's my size. It's the same color. Mine smells terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling this is going to be one of those things like the stupid tiny movie theater screen that you guys are never going to let live down and I don't know why I ever decide that I want to do fun things because I know it's going to end up fighting me Joey, have you ever I, heard the I, phrase no good deed goes unpunished you were kind of funny that's how it goes I legit like racked my brain I'm like where the hell did this come from and I was like if it wasn't Greg it wasn't one of us that's how I thought because I slack Greg I'm like hey I'm not trying to ruin this bit did you send me this? And he's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And no, so Joey, like, huh. Joey, like a week ago, texted me. I, th- I forget. I think we were doing a stream or something. And she said, hey, peeps are available for sale. Should I buy one for everyone? And I thought that would be, I, I thought that was lovely. And I thought it would be a fun, like, hey, Great. remember last year when we were all hopeful that we wouldn't be in quarantine for an entire year and a half? Maybe that'll let us remember that. Um, but then Tim's Marshmallow Peep got delivered. And it's just 2021, right off, off to a start. But I mean, like, hold on. So, Joey, if yours is just like weirdly furry, it's It's like it's shaggier fur than Andy's. Like, I I, obviously you got me blue because it's my color. It's not Andy's color. Like, did you realize how hedgehog like this thing is? Yeah. (laughs) No, I did not even think about that. (laughs) (laughs) It is just freaking like, 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 I don't even know. It's, 
Um, this thing is uh, special. Yeah, because like this size. No, so there's some of them. Some of the, I ordered a bunch of different colors, so some of them gotcha. aren't arriving gotcha. until like next week or something like that. Don't worry, you're getting one. Look, look, no, the same that, size. I don't know if I should go check today. That's all. We have the same size. No, piece. I think I think uh, the ones that I ordered for you and Nick are getting there like early February. Whenever you try to send a peep pic, Andy, you can't do that. Like people know if it's too close to the camera, what you're trying to do. Like they can tell. You know, like right now, they know that's not. Yeah, the same accurate. size. Yeah, good, good perspective. And like, here's my hand right next to it. Look how small my hand is next to the peep. I have, I have a present okay. that I wanted to share. Wow. What's okay. up with everyone? Okay. So I've been going through a lot of my old stuff, and I found something that I thought Tim would like. So Tim, because wait, yeah, time out. Didn't didn't your parents just ship you a bunch of garbage they didn't want anymore? Correct. That is correct. My parents <laughs> moved uh, houses from the house uh, I grew up in to oh, no. a new house and congratulations to them that's great i'm super happy for them but in doing so um i we got one of those purge moments where it was like we've sure. got six boxes of your shit uh and i said great give it to matt go ahead and give it to matt to which uh a week later i got a fun call from matt how dare you why would you do this to me so now he had six boxes of my shit i thought it'd be hilarious and it was uh but he was like listen we're coming up to help you move studios i'm gonna bring this stuff with you uh and so i've been going through it recently and kind of like trying to clear everything out and Tim, I found this because I know you're a huge fan uh, of the movie franchise. So I thought maybe you'd like the original um, PC Speed Racer game. I don't know if you can see that there. Wow. Oh Nick, there is nothing older you've ever shown me than a floppy <laughs> disk of a Speed Racer thing. No, no. Speed Racer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Listen, you're, you're, it's actually three floppy disks because of it was course, two yeah. disks that I wanted. <laughs> naturally, naturally. But I, I love, like, Nick, I want it extremely clear that Speed Racer is only near and dear to my heart because of the Wachowski film from 2008. Not because of the cartoon that came before it that we got to watch in elementary school when Bill Nye was over on a rainy day. And they right. forced us to watch this bullshit with the... Uh, piracy prevention things before it where it's like who the fuck would ever want to watch this ancient ass garbage but here you are with the the floppy disk video game on three floppy <laughs> so i'm gonna I'll, I'll go ahead and send that to your house tim uh thank you I'm, thank you if, you, if t greg if you're okay with it then i'm gonna send this next day air uh so it's sure. gonna be about 75 dollars to send this over to tim's send house this over there, the yeah and then okay, we'll have to go that. find a disk drive to be able to play it yeah and then this one i'm gonna keep for myself uh because i feel like i'm gonna play this again i feel like it's a good one to play. So I've got these ones. Ah, Doom. There we go, Beautiful. dude. Beautiful. So the original discs for this, which I'm pretty sure I'm missing about seven discs because I, I remember Doom being on like eight, eight or nine uh, floppies. So just got those going for you. And, and Greg, I had a I had an old AOL CD for you, but Love I lost it. it. Oh, okay. But I have the code still if you want it. So there you go. Kevin, huh. I'm about to send assets a link <clears throat> so we could see what this game would look like. This Speed Racer floppy game. Oof. It was it's dangerous. Terrible. Search. Don't search that. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> that cannot be it. That cannot be it. Kevin, what are you watching over there, Big Cat? Yes, this was it. This was it. Forward. Holy crap. This was it, dude. It had a dope. Boom. There was Racer X. It's your favorite character. Played by? uh matt fox was that who Matt was? Porter. yeah and then matt fox. fox for the majority yeah. of it <laughs> so oh god this was this game was so terrible and it was Damn, so you could play two-player modem holy shit oh wow. yeah bro. ahead of its time i never understood how any of this stuff worked 
I just wanted to get in the Mach 5 and just tear around streets. And this is what it looked like. It was like just the wrong ass, like top down aspect ratio. It was a little too close to the back of the car. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this was it. Nick, Nick, I mean, I totally understand that, like, you know, Hollywood always wants to make these games into movies, and the movies are always terrible. So I get what you mean, like, by the game being, by the movie being bad, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> I hate you so fucking much. Why? Why is he racing hearses with Nos? So this guy—I don't think this guy gets what he's doing here. I think he's just kind of along for a joyride. But here we go. Come on, get in there. This is the action I'm talking about. Now you got the buzz saws. You got the little. You you could you should be able to jump the car, which was hilarious. Let's see if he gets there. Hill, just that you was can't hill. Know. What a hill. There we go. Let's the first. Oh, oh, Jesus God. Oh, I feel like we need to hear the sound effects, Kev. Can we hear the sound effects on this? Oh, God. It's helping me. Don't worry. Nope, we don't want that. Uh, it's a guy that's a YouTuber. He's an idiot. Why would you be mean to someone you don't know? I don't, don't, know, know. I don't yeah? know. I'm yeah. sorry, guy. I'm sorry, YouTuber who's playing this. You're bringing me back to my youth. I apologize. That's not He was cool. giving you a free ticket to your youth, and you threw it in his face. You know. This is it, man. This game was incredibly hard, and I don't think I ever beat this level. <laughs> so there you go. Wow. Is that all the stuff you have? Is are those all the treasure troves you have? Uh, one of the other things that I found that I thought was I, I don't know if I brought this up already, but I was going through all of my high school stuff, making like a scrapbook out of it because I had to, I was one of those kids, Andy, that just collected everything, but I never bothered to scrapbook it because that was actually work. And so finally, um, I took it all and I had this the starting of the scrapbook, so I started just kind of put it all in there, so it was all in one place. And I found the uh, like the phone number of this girl that I had a huge crush on. Like she was like one of the two or three great high school loves, you know what I mean? I found the original slip of paper that she had written her phone number on. And when I got that, I was like, oh my God. And I texted, I texted the, the fact number. that I found it to a bunch of people. No, not the number, cause I'm not creepy as shit. But I was like, oh my God, dude, I just found this person's number. Like, can you even believe that? And all my friends were like, holy shit. And obviously they were like, call it, see what happens. I'm like, no fucker, I'm not gonna call it and see what happens. First off, it doesn't even have an area code on it. It was just, <laughs> it was just like seven numbers. It was, yeah, so I was like, I have no idea. I'm assuming yeah. it's like 99, but. When I go back home, uh, every time I go back home, there's this cork board uh thing that i had on my wall that i would always just like pin a bunch of like random things or whatever and i still have this uh like notebook sheet of paper with just all of my friends numbers and everybody else that i met in middle school at that time's their phone numbers and again no area codes obviously everything's seven eight seven nine three four two or seven eight seven like it's all just like real grand valley numbers and i see people on that list and no joke i don't remember a lot of them i had i swear to god an entire letter series from an ex-girlfriend that I don't remember. And it took me like an hour to well, remember that's different. that. No, 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 no. Like it took me an hour. I was like, who is this person? And then it took me an hour to remember, oh my God, she was like, she was really into me and we'd never dated, but she would write me letters like, like professing her love for me back in the day. And I was like, this, it like creeped me out. Send but then for some reason pigeon. I kept all of them, which was weird. And then I also kept... This was the thing that I was like, oh, my God, I'm blown away by how stupid I used to be. I kept the note, a, a, a note that was like, do you guys remember or did you ever do this? You'd write something and pass it to the person and then they'd write something and then you'd write something and they'd write something. So it was just like lie, me, them, me, them, me, them. Yeah, me, yeah, them. yeah, yeah. And it was like me giving relationship advice to this girl that I clearly had a crush on, but I was trying to be like the friend. Terrible. Terrible. I'm like, <laughs> Wow. 
we gotta recreate it we gotta we gotta recreate it we gotta act them out <laughs> it, it, oh my god no tim you're it's, muted that's terrible you're muted tim, tim you're muted tim tim you're muted Nobody we need muted. to do a dramatic reading of nick's old <laughs> things just, we could word we for, could. it'd be the worst thing for you ever nick yeah but that. oh it'd be so funny but also like i bet like i honestly believe if you were to put all four of our those notes in a bucket mix them up pull one out it'd be equally embarrassing oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah well dude i Nine mean great dude there was like <laughs> i started reading some of these old letters and i'm like wow I always thought we were like my generation was uh, like closed off, but holy shit, were we melodramatic? Talking about That's kids love that will ne- Andy, my love for you will never die. Oh yeah, I will love dude. you. I remember like literally, I wrote a girl letter. It was like I will love you forever, and I don't. And I'm like, who is this letter to? <laughs> Greg says that his would be a lot better, but meanwhile, he's like, I'm you just like eating, I'm e- I'm eating Tums. <laughs> <laughs> Do you eat Tums like Poe and I eat Tums? We eat Tums a lot on this Who's trip. Poe? They would know Poe. So embarrassing. But you know what else uh, I found? I found a bunch of old like ticket stubs, like um, old movie uh, ticket stubs from sure. when movies were like oh, four bucks. It's crazy. Amazing. Yeah, I got my, my ticket stub from my oh, face off and a bunch of shit. Like, did you guys collect ticket stubs? Oh, yeah. I yeah, I can't. That's on the corkboard, Tim. That's on the corkboard, along with, I would always do the thing where I would, when I would buy CDs at Best Buy, I would take off the top label that had the, the artist's name and the artist's album, yeah. and I would put them on the corkboard, along with really? everything else. So, you gotta get this corkboard, Andy. So I, I have all the, I have all those album, out, uh, you know, little labels or whatever, and what else did I have? We'll find out after a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Kind of Funny Podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. Let's talk about love. Yep, we're doing it. Uh, if there is one thing that got us through this past year, other than that video of dog face vibing to Fleetwood Mac, and man, you know, I know that TikTok like the back of my hand. It's love. Uh, and that means getting extra cheesy for Valentine's Day is okay. We'll allow it. Despite everything, we found new ways to our to match our daily lives together uh, with the ones we love most. That's why Me Undies released their V-Day collection in undies, loungewear, and more. So you and your Valentine can match through it all. Uh, show that special someone how special they are to you and say those three words everyone wants to hear, match my undies. Uh, and if you're single, no problem. Show yourself some love in something that makes you feel amazing because you deserve it. Of course, you know, ladies and gentlemen, kind of funny loves me undies. It's all we wear. I think Tim literally only wears those shirts, those undies, those lounge pants nowadays. Of course, I got, bought my first pair of me undies, liked them so much, threw away the rest of my underwear and ordered a ton more me undies. It stands true, and I still order them to this day. Me undies are made from sustainable, breathable, softer than fabric, and available in a range of sizes from XS to 4XL. Me undies memberships give you and your boo a new pair of undies and socks every month. Members get discounted pricing on everything me undies makes, as well as early access to me print launches. Uh, MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. Any first-time purchasers can get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. Get your 15% off your first order and free shipping at MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. Up next, it's Babbel. In case you don't speak French, that means... You need to be speaking French. My name is Greg Miller. Uh, my wife, French Canadian. She speaks French is her first language. 
I can barely speak any of it. That's why I signed up for Babbel. Uh, Babbel is, of course, the number one selling language learning app. One of my goals, uh, Greg Miller, for the new year was to learn a new language, and Babbel has made that whole process addictively easy and fun with bite-sized lessons uh, that you actually use in the real world. You go over here to my Babbel uh, dashboard right here. It's bonjour, Greg. In nine lessons, you'll complete the newcomer course one. Uh, right now, I'm on Benvenu part one. Here you'll learn how to greet others and say goodbye. Bonjour, au revoir. Yeah, that's right. Top of my class. No big deal. Babbel's 15 minutes lessons uh, make for the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Unlike the infamous language classes you took in high school, that's me and I hated them, Babbel designs their courses with practical, real-world conversations in mind, things that you'll use in everyday life. Other language learning apps uh, use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages languages, including French, Spanish, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. Start your new language learning today with Babbel. Uh, right now, when you purchase a three-month uh, Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com. Use the promo code MORNING. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Code MORNING for an extra three months free. That's Babbel language for life and hey kind of funny people check in with me uh and let me and ask me how i'm doing because i need to keep on this obviously and i need i need motivation just tweet at me all right you can do it too babble.com slash morning because i think greg mind. wanted to, my to mind. Yeah, move yeah. yeah but then i saw nick say the word shit and i was like oh dang <laughs> um God, dang. along with that but uh, along with all those labels and concert stubs concert ticket stubs movie ticket stubs they're all on there we, we have the world of worlds ticket stub we have you know, uh, warp tour memorabilia. Like it's just this cork board is just my childhood. Everything's on there. Little little sketches of stuff, little drawings. Little yeah, I got thing. a big oh, blue tub. I got a big blue tub in the other room that has a whole bunch of like my old school newspapers and yearbooks and cartoons and stuff like that in there. It's very cathartic to go through those. I literally found a old um, character sheet for Rob the Robotech role-playing game. Nice. In which I named my character. Are you ready for this, Andy? Sure. Oh, God. This is how creative this is. I named my character Vincent Vega. Because <laughs> I was really into Pulp Fiction Love Pulp Fiction, then, yeah. I just I mean, straight up why... stole a character name from Quentin Tarantino. Was Who like, wasn't into Pulp Fiction, man? Hey, everyone was, man. It was the, the shit back the... in 94. You saw that movie, and you're like, dude, this is, this is a film. You know? never going to get From the Scholastic Book Fair, I got Pulp Fiction screenplay. You know what I mean? That's how <laughs> really Pulp Fiction were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Hell yeah, so dude. So going off of this, this idea of this cork board and, and where Nick's at with all this, I'm interested. What are all of our first cds first cassettes oh i know exactly i don't know CD. Do, do you guys go back before cassette no no, no. well I, mean, I, I didn't have cassettes i bought cds yeah as a kid yeah. i had records but i mean like a small small child i had records but that, that was like more, that was like kids record. That was like right? Raffi. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Like you remember the real ghostbusters cereal came with a record on it that you played and fucking egon talked to you and whoa kind of like a little a little mini record a little tiny one yeah that's cool. Mini yeah. records are cool. See, I was never into music growing up, so I thought I was supposed to be into music. So whenever we'd go to like a warehouse music or like a Sam Goody, I would always be like, I guess I'll just buy this. And I ended up with the world's weirdest collection of tapes. I think I had like four. Three of them were Bon Jovi tapes, and the other tape was the soundtrack to the 1989 Batman. Nice. I definitely had the 89 Batman too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for me, like I – 
for cassettes, I struggled to tell you like what the first one I ever would have gotten would have been. But the first one of consequence that I got that was a huge deal was Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. Oh, yeah. And it was that we had done, you know, all of us fucking parochial school, Catholic school kids in our uniforms, right? Me and my friends did a, uh, I guess not white elephant, but just the, like we put up, we each one, we each went and bought a cassette and then put it into a, a, a pillowcase. And then at recess reached in there and then whatever we got was our gift or whatever. And everybody wanted Appetite for Destruction. We should have just all fucking bought Appetite for Destruction. <laughs> but there was like Def Leppard in there and a couple other things like that. And I got some kid, some kid stuck with Twisted Sister. He's like, damn it. Totally. And I forget it was that whole thing too of like, you know, I, if I can't remember, I, I remember it more for CDs than I do for tapes, the parental advisory sticker. So I don't, but it was definitely stuff I, that it was like a, someone's older brother went and bought Appetite for Destruction to get it into the grab bag kind of thing. And I got it and everybody was like fucking angry that I got it. Like they all, everybody wanted it and nobody was happy they didn't get it. So that was like the first big tape I had. And then my first CD, it's weird, weird you bring this up because I just saw a reddit thread about the band today so i listened to the, the cd while or I, you know on spotify i played the album while i was getting Eight ready six jesus i'm way older than you think i my first my first cd was spin doctors pocket full of oh, right wow because aunt and uncle yes. scott bought this way too nice stereo system for me like that i was eight i was doing the math today i was eight uh or would have been when i got this album right no, that's, yeah, that, 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 that tracks, that tracks. And uh, so it was amazing dented stereo system that was light years ahead of anything my friends had, right? And had like the actual speaker wires we had to put out and stuff. But yeah, they gave me that in pocket full of kryptonite because it had oh, kryptonite yeah. on it. And I, you know, I was Superman kid. And obviously, <laughs> Two Princes was huge or whatever at the time. But like, I remember getting be like, okay. And then it was the only CD I had for like the longest time. The, the only the reason I brought up East Eve 6 is because they are like blowing up on Twitter recently. Really? because really? they are the tweets they've been putting out are very like viral worthy it's just kind of thoughts from the band uh thoughts from whoever is running it uh and yeah it's like, sort of become really really popular recently where like Eve in a good way or a bad way uh neither like it's not like a canceling oh, okay. awful thing but like Got for it. example um they they tweeted out about <laughs> about um their pin tweet is from December 14th, 2020. Pretty sure we're gonna be huge again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they tweeted out about how um Meg White is the reason why Jack White is famous. Uh, and that's you know, have you ever noticed how nothing he's put out after White Stripes is good? Like they're just like kind of like putting out a bunch of like hot takes and stuff. Um uh, it, it's weird. I don't really know what to to think about it. You know, sounds like they're kind of being dicks. So the the new radicals, for example, are going to be are coming back for Joe Biden's uh, thing, and they're going to oh, inauguration. Play, yeah. yeah, inauguration. They're going to play their song or whatever. Um, and they Wait, tweeted I mean, out. Could... They tweeted out more like new moderates, <laughs> and so they're just, like they're just I don't know. They're doing the hot new radicals takes out there. thing is ridiculous. If you, like, I mean, like, I don't know how much that resonates with people, but like, don't let go. You only get yeah. like a, a fucking banger that the fucking band broke up while recording the music video for it. Like, you want to talk about the ultimate one hit wonder? They exploded like right before their success went through the roof. And they, wow. and they and what is it? I, I'm on Eve Six's page for the first time in 22 years. They're going to come back to play. You get what you give during Biden's inauguration. You're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> He's unifying people. That's what's going that. on, Greg. He's a great unifier. Um, the the two CDs that I had, I think the first two CDs I bought 
were uh, Pearl Jam's 10 and nice. Nirvana's Nevermind. Those, I remember those nice. being the one-two punch, and I think I bought them on the same day because my brother had Nevermind. I think he had both, and he would not let me borrow them because at this point, I think he was maybe driving and had just put the Alpine Oof. CD player in his car, Tim. Remember the ones you pushed the face and they came off, oh, and then you had to take the face with you to wherever yeah. you went? So it wasn't that I, long ago. He had one of those. My Uncle Paul had Andy, I shit you not. You probably don't even remember these. My Uncle Paul had a tape player in his car that you had a little handle. You pull the handle up and the whole tape player would slide out. Nice. And you could oh, take God, it. In, yeah, you that. could like take it into the restaurant with you and like put your tape player there. So like people what? Could break into your car and steal it. Yeah. Oh, it's like a, it was like a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> it was like a security <laughs> thing. And people, I was just like, dude, that's so cool i thought it was the coolest thing ever that you could just not get you had the security measure on your tape player speaking of which i was walking uh, of old things in vehicles i was walking home and i saw a club in a truck i saw the club oh, yeah that the we club talked work, about man yeah i saw like it there's a fucking club in an old ass truck as i walked it was wild i couldn't believe it. i was gonna take a photo i was like nah it's somebody's car i don't want to do that I don't want to do that. I do. I, I always worry about that because I was driving down the road the other day. I saw a cute dog and I was like, I want to take a picture of this dog and send it to Joey. But then I'm always like, is that weird? Is it weird to just see a dog hanging out the window and just like, hey, 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 and like try to get it before the light changes, Tim? And before somebody like looks out their <laughs> window or whatever. Yeah. Tim, what were what, what would be on your corkboard for albums? The cork, I mean, well, my first uh, cassette that I ever got was the Rugrats movie soundtrack. And I was extremely excited about it. My, my mom and dad were very into music. My dad specifically, like, very into cassettes, very into, like, making mixtapes and shit with cassettes. So I was always kind of, like, into that shit. And then the talk boy from Home Alone oh, was, like, yeah. right, right in my alley where I'm, like, I, that was my favorite thing in the world. So being able to, like, listen to shit, I was all about that. But the Rugrats movie was the first time I got a cassette that they bought for me. Obviously not my own money. I was, like, seven or eight at the time. But... Uh, then the first CD I ever had was Aaron Carter's first CD. Hell yeah, it was. Which was awesome. Or I guess it wasn't his first CD, but it was like his first real album, the Aaron's Party one. Uh, my mom and dad bought that. But the first CD I bought with, quote unquote, my own money, which I don't even really know what that means back when I was like 10 or 11. But like it was money that I, I chose to spend the money that was given to me this way. Both me and Curran both bought Britney Spears, it must have been third album at the time, the Slave for You album. Slave, oh yeah. That I think, I think, because there was the first one, and then the the, the Baby One More Time, then there was the uh, Oops I Did It Again, but then there was the Slave for You album, and both of us bought it. I remember both of us walking into the record store and being so embarrassed to buy the album. Fuck that. Not, not because buying it for my sister. It was Britney Spears, and it was like, oh, we're listening to some lame shit. Because of the cover. Yeah. We felt like we were buying fucking Playboy, dude. Yeah. Like, it was, like, so embarrassing where we were just like, uh, hey, we're not buying it because of that, even though, like, we probably that's, were. That's how I felt whenever I would go to the – in the mall that we had, there was a – there was, like, a Sam Goody and, you know, places like that. And they had – it was so – such a weird idea to me that you could buy anime because I had seen – you know, Cowboy Bebop and Gundam. And I was just like, oh, there's more of this shit out there. I didn't know that. I didn't know this was like a huge genre. So discovering the genre and look, walking through and seeing 
all these DVDs that were like imported or whatever. It was like such a cool thing to me. And there was so many different shows that I had no idea existed. And then you would see the ones that were pretty much as hentai, and you'd be like, "Oh my god!" Like, "Oh, I can't, I can't look at that." But I won't like. Let me just... But I want to though. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was. I, it was it, I, I'm very curious. Like, it felt like being in the adult section at at your local rental place. That's uh, how it felt. Saloon, you know, with the saloon doors. I remember that. Yeah, dude. I, it, for me, it was freeze frame, and there was a whole upstairs section that was dedicated to just adult films and if you walked up it was obvious if you were walking upstairs it was like a it was like the fucking grand staircase in the titanic <laughs> like yeah. if you walked up it they were gonna see you going up it so like i didn't want to sneak up there but i was oh, scared yeah. to and i wanted to yeah are you kidding me dude I, at the local video is in riverside california the canyon crest center you if you if you dialed it back to like 19 me we'll say 88 87 you're gonna see a not so subtle young Nick Scarpino trying to like figure out, like look at whatever title was right next to the adult room. Sure, so yeah, I could just kind of like through. peek in. Yeah. And I thought I was being so subtle. Meanwhile, my mom's probably just like fucking face palming being like, my kid's just a complete pervert and degenerate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I watched but the man. documentary on the last blockbuster a couple weeks ago. And they oh, talked, how was that? We're about to watch it. Is it good? Oh, it, it's good. Yeah. It's real good. Really? There's a, oh, yeah, yeah. You, what'll happen is uh, it's real good. There is a section at the end with, um, Who's the comedian getting high with uh, Doug, Doug Benson? Benson. Doug Benson. Okay, yeah, Doug There's you, when you get to this the Doug Benson thing at the end, it's literally like Jen Turner's like, "Why is there like a stand-up special in the middle of this? Like for just for the camera? It's really weird that they shove it in, but like overall, it's great, and I really enjoyed myself. Awesome. But they talk about how yeah, you know, like the mom and pop shops always had that right, and I remember that too of going to the local video stores that had the beads or the saloon doors to go to the adult section and trying to get a gl- glance in there and how blockbuster didn't do that. And that was like, you know, a big selling point of them. kind of like, that's why they died. Exactly. Nick, yeah. that is exactly. And that's what, that is the number one reason they cite the film for why blockbusters out of business didn't do porn. But no, I think about, you're talking about the Britney Spears <laughs> album cover, right? And like, I'm looking at it and it reminds me so much. And I, it's probably a story I've told before, but of that uh, growing up in the Rolling Stone cover that was Jennifer Aniston went during the height of friends where she was naked on the bed and like mm-hmm. it was her face up front that was like in focus but her butt was out of focus in the back and then inside there was like a her and her bra on this photo shoot and the whole interview about it and like being a kid and going to i you know after school i'd go to the library and wait for my dad to pick me up and uh, i remember that the library had it and it was the first time i ever figured had to figure out that like subscriptions come earlier to people who subscribe than if you bought it off the rack because like once I had that and I got obsessed with this magazine, I tried to buy it from the White Hen Pantry, which is like a Seven Eleven. If you're not aware, uh, it like every I'd ride my bike. I would go home and then I would ride my bike to the White Hen and see if they had this fucking Rolling Stone, and I would fucking call them to see if they had this Rolling Stone. And it's like what Andy's talking about, right? Or what uh, Tim was talking about. It was just like it wasn't obviously porn or scandalous, but like to your mind it was and i can only imagine like it was supposed to be sexy though when they finally came back in the phone like yeah we have that issue and i fucking ride my bike and get this stupid they must be like oh my god i finally understand why this fucking kid is calling here every goddamn day asking about a stupid magazine the guy just you just walk to the counter and the guy just gives you a playboy he's like come on here here you go this is what you really want the hell out of here i had a uh i had a game pro magazine where oh no they are recreating I don't know if it was from Austin Powers with Heather Graham or if it was or if there there was a, there was a poster of Heather Graham where somebody's covering her naked boobs with their hands like from Janet behind. Jackson? It's yeah, I guess I guess maybe Heather Graham's thing like, you know, was referencing that, but then there was an advertisement inside the Game Pro that had Gex 
covering oh, yeah. somebody's yeah. naked boobs. And my grandma saw this and was just like, what is this magazine? I was like, no, it's just it's an it's just a video game magazine. <laughs> like This isn't usually what it is. But fucking Gex almost, you know, took me out of video games. I wouldn't be here today if it was for that's Gex, trouble. man. That's trouble. Like, man. Almost yeah. ruined my yeah. career, dude. Ruined I want to give a shout out to Tim for recommending that Nickelodeon documentary, which I watched oh. the other night with D. And I, 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 when we were talking about it on the podcast, I was like, I really don't have a, a, a point of reference for any of these shows. But then seeing them, I'm like, oh, I watched all these. And, that, yeah. like, and, and the ones I didn't watch, D watched. Because she was like, I don't think, because we started it, we both were like, I, I don't remember watching any Nickelodeon. And then Clarissa comes on, she goes, yeah, I watched that. And then, she, and then the other one comes on, she's like, yeah, I watched that. So between the two of us, I think we actually watched almost every single Nickelodeon program there was, was up until probably oh. like, Maybe Rugrats is where I stopped because I started getting a little too old for that stuff. But it was really cool. All right, yeah, my corkboard of albums. My corkboard of albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starts off very, very mixed bag. It was either rap or like metal uh, type stuff. So early on, I think the first album I ever bought was Rage Against the Machine, uh, Evil Empire. And then Damn. I got Rage Against the Machine, Battle of Los Angeles. And then it, middle a lot of middle school was me listening to a lot of rap because of my brother so a lot of like jay-z and stuff like that nelly you know the typical type of of music of rap music back then jermaine dupree oh, um god yes yeah and then uh but there was also some metal there because of my friends so and when i say metal i'm talking like you know corn limp biscuit that's not really metal but whatever uh Godsmack, uh power man 5000 all of the uh, all of the sort of matt pinfield hits where Matt Pinfield had his MTV show and he would always interview all those uh, random bands. And then the turn came when my cousins introduced Blink-182 to me. And that's where I just left everything and went towards the pop punk side of things. Fuck you, metal, I'm out. Completely left, yeah, completely left it all. So it was Blink-182 and it was, uh, they had showed me some stuff from Cheshire Cat, which is like their first, not their first album, but their first actual album. Um, and then it was Newfound Glory, and then and then Enema of the State came out, and Blink One Eighty Two, and they're playing What's My Age Again on MTV, and they're running naked, and yeah, I was like, oh, this is now my shit. And from then on, it was like it was the Hurley shirt, uh, shirts, it was all of the brand, <laughs> all of the brands that they made because they had Atticus, which is like their brand of shirts as well. They um, pretty much anything they wore, I was buying the Dickies shorts, I was buying spiked belts. It was all pop punk from there, from then on out. Um, story of the year, saves the day, all that, all the typical shit. Yeah, I was so influenced by all my friends' tastes. You know what I mean? Because I, I didn't have, you know, big brothers or anything. So I wasn't like absorbing anything other than what my parents were listening to, right? And I, my dad was always oldies, like always oldies, Dick Biondi back in a, a, a Chicagoland area. And then mom was usually like that light rock somewhere in there you know what i mean like inoffensive like where it'd be like goo goo dolls which i know is not light rock but you understand for the time and yep. like carly simon and stuff like that and so like guns and like roses radio and pop hits sort of thing yeah. exactly guns and roses and like def leopard and all that was totally the influence of my friends who were influenced by their big brothers and then it was that slow trend of i think when i finally saw you know when I was like looking for something that was mine, cause that wasn't me. I wasn't that angry, like that angry music or whatever. But it was when I saw obviously Buddy Holly, the music video uh, for from Weezer where I was like, I, I that's it. That, <laughs> that, those are my people. Like that was the thing, right. Where I just like swore allegiance to them. And then where I went to that alternative vein, but like, I like Nirvana obviously and was listening to that and like collective souls and there and there's stuff like that. But it was like, 
Weezer was the oh, one the, doing it. For I me. think I think Greg and I connect a lot on those '90s hits just because that's what was on the radio of our yeah. '90s stations. And so when when I'd be in the car with my dad, it was Rush, and when I'd be in the car with my mom, it was whatever was on the radio, which is usually yeah. Q94.5, The Rock, and it was always the same fucking songs they would play. Da, 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 Collective da, da, Soul da, da, da. Live. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, there was a band called copper. Live. Talk yeah. about the worst SEO of all time. So hard to find videos of them because uh, yeah. they are called live 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 <laughs> wow. i see live um, live system of a down was another one from back in the day i'll never forget you know oh, chop yeah. suey and all that yeah. stuff that was from obviously my friend's influence and my dad hearing the lyric when angels deserve to die and my dad was like what does that mean why is he saying that why is he saying that <laughs> yeah he was like really not happy about the whole sort of like anti-christian thing or whatever i was like oh damn dad it's, it's just that's music so tame that's hilarious <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean like wasn't that always I mean, the way though like i think in the grand scheme of things it was always so tame what would set your parents off because they're trying to protect you again like, oh yeah i had i had appetite for destruction in the third or fourth grade Right, like listening to Appet for Guns and Roses, Appet and which then put me on that path where, like, I remember for whatever birthday, my I got from my parents, uh, "Use Your Illusion" one and two. Oh, like, yeah. I was like all in on Guns and Roses, right, and like listening to all this music. And I remember I wanted the Spaghetti Incident, which, by all you know accounts, is an awful fucking album. But it was like the next, it was the sequel to Guns and Roses, so I needed the Guns and Roses, the Spaghetti Incident, right? And I remember I, I was like one of those weird, like, most definitive me me forming memories that. Danny Bonaducci was on the local Chicago news for wow. NBC before, okay. like before his like uh, revival on that show. Duch. When he he we got he got big again for his like whole struggle and everything that he went through on on VH1. But like when he was more like, who the fuck cares about this guy? And he reviewed the album, and my mom had watched it, and he was like, basically in the interview or the review, he had said on the show like, I'm no saint, but like this this album like is like even too much for me. And that's when my mom was like. If it's too much for Danny Bonaducci, I won't buy it for my son. And I was that like, Mom, you probably, what are you talking about? Like, what are you <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? He's, the, he's the moral barometer. <laughs> he's done all these drugs and crazy shit because he doesn't want, he thinks the fucking spaghetti is it? it's too much. That's being so being funny. scared of, uh, being scared of trying to watch porn and getting caught by your parents is the same level of fear I had when trying to listen to on my little disc man anti-shock right no skip i was so sick um listening to the mark tom and travis show blink 182 live because all of the interstitials was just them saying the grossest most awful stuff to each other and making each other laugh and making me laugh and it was all funny stuff but it'd be you know hey you want uh don't fuck my dad don't you dare fuck my dad and, and they had a song shit piss fuck cunt cocksucker motherfucker yeah, yeah. tits fart turd and twat i'd be like Dude, I have my headphones in. I hope nobody sees. My uncle bought it for me, and I was covering the parental advisory sticker the whole time with my nice, thumb. Nice, just nice. ultimate fear, ultimate fear. That whole ultimate thing, fear. that whole album is just filth. Like, it, uh, the interstitials are just so filthy, man. I felt so scared. It was the same thing of, like, you know, I think maybe even the same field trip where I was joking around or talking about where Poe had all the fucking tums, where, like, you know, we were all listening to the music. And, again, we're in a Catholic school, like, you know what I mean? Not boarding school, if you're not familiar with it, but it was, like, we're all wearing uniforms, and then we went away, we go on these trips every, you know, few grades or whatever. And one of them where, yeah, we all had uh, Smash, uh, the Offspring Smash or whatever. And I remember at one point, like, we're all everybody had that album and loved it, but also knew we were way too young for it. And so it was this thing of like not letting, you know, like, oh, play it off and don't let the teacher. And I remember one of the kids in the class, like, 
on the bus going out of his way to be like you should listen to this to one of the t-shirts and it was like the part on the album i don't remember the song but like you stupid dumb shit goddamn motherfucker like and it was like why would you play it for this teacher like you know diming us all out that that's what's happening on this album nothing happened of course what is she gonna do but it's still like you're a kid you you think they're gonna come take every cd and and then my science teacher in sixth grade wanted me to burn her copy of enema of the state by believe one eighty two. And I thought that that would like give me inroads and I'd be like, you know, you're going to get an A. Fuck no, dude. I had like, at one point I needed help on one of the tests or I was like in danger of getting a B. Again, I was a really, really good student. But I burned you the CD. Yeah, and I was like, (laughs) what about, I burned you, I'd use my own disc. Like, that shit was rewritable, bro. If if this was a a comedy, if this was a comedy short, flash forward next day, knock on her door, FBI's there. What's funny about this is like I don't know why this like I'm embarrassed to say this, but when you said burned it, I thought you wanted I thought the teacher wanted you to burn it. Like oh no, like yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Of course, burn the seed. That makes it's funny you were talking about all this stuff. I remember when it might have been Appetite for Destruction or whatever because that was like my first popular tape or whatever and i remember one of my friends being like well could you make me a copy of it and i was like oh sure no problem but we didn't have the dual cassette thing so like i went in my parents room and played it on one boom box and <laughs> recorded it on the other and then just like slowly left the room and shut the door and then you come in i gave him that tape he's like nah dude this is not at all this what sucks. i wanted this <laughs> is terrible one thing i did in middle school was songs that i didn't have access to i had a little journalist type tape recorder like yeah. you know you leave notes for yourself yeah, uh, yeah monday yeah. tuesday the the thing that i would use it for though i was i would put it in front of my boom box and record music from the radio on it and i thought it was so cool because it was this little small thing and the tapes were super tiny they were like the way smaller I tapes oh, i, had those, I yeah. thought it was like so cool this little device and that's how i listened to music at, uh, but mostly just so people could ask me about it because it was a good conversation starter and I thought it was badass. And it was like, why did I listen? Like, I had a CD player. <laughs> like, I had little disc commands. Why was I choosing a... It was a terrible, stupid. stupid. Well, it was a power you had, right? Like, oh, I, yeah. I, 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 I did the same thing where I, would, I was, like, doing radio shows and interviewing people and talking to people, and I would then... Print, I would then copy the tapes into bigger tapes and then sell them. Like, I, I would, like... I was, like journalistic back then or whatever in terms of like i was making audio diaries of the trips we were on as a school and then selling them to fucking kids that i should not have been doing or whatever damn you're like but blogging dude i was <laughs> i was man. That was all and it was just the, but those podcasting. little tapes like i you know putting little audio things off the tv like recording funny jokes you heard or in a movie or whatever and rewinding it and then putting it back in there and doing all that shit. i was fucking stupid we were all so dumb and i remember what a big deal was when i finally went digital God, that was a life changer, especially for me by that point, actually being in J school and being able to record stuff and then pop it off and plug it into a USB and take all the files that way rather than going back and forth. Play, Yeah. What do you got? What's J school? Journalism school. When I was at Missouri. Oh, damn. J school. Hey, you don't know, Andy. We don't know what J school <laughs> is. I didn't know shit. I don't I know either. I wasn't going to ask. But then <laughs> I went to Mizzou with Greg that one time. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, duh. Oh, uh, duh. J school, dude. Idiot. Like, yeah. Come on, man. My We're bad. So stupid. We're so stupid. You want to talk about digital, wishing everything was digital. I'm, I don't know if you guys can see this or not right there, but do you guys recognize what this is? VCR? Yeah. That is the VCR that um, I think Capcom shipped us for that Resident oh, Evil. Oh, yeah. For RE7, yeah. Yeah, for RE7. Uh, I grabbed it from the office a few months ago with the intent to digitize a bunch of old home videos. And finally, I've gotten around to that project, and it is slow going. 
it is slow going, man, because some of these videos are two hours long and Dee was sitting with me. She's like, okay, can we just uh, skip ahead and make these two clips uh, one clip? And I'm like, mm-mm, can't do any of that That's stuff. How this that is works. not something we can do. It's she one was to like, one. Uh, she was like, can you go back? Like we recorded half, half a thing and then she was like, oh, it's not done yet. Can you just splice those together? I'm like, well, I could, but I'd have to drag them into Premiere, splice them together and then re-export them. And I'm like, basically, I just have to have let these things run. And it totally reminded me of the first like year of my life when I was a video editor editing weddings. And you would just, you'd have like six mini DV tapes that were like two hours a piece. And you're like, well, I have to clear off my entire hard drive. And I just have to sit and babysit these tapes as they spool into the system real time. It's It was horrible. But yeah, that's my life for the next two weeks. I, Wait, yeah, I, I, let, that, let me borrow it afterwards because I want to get these wrestling tapes digitized. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah definitely. I, I, I want it too. Does it have HDMI? No, I bought a little... Um, Okay. Can, it's like hooked in. It's just like a basically like RCA to HDMI um, yeah, upscaler. Cool. It's not great. Um, and also Fran Mirabella, of course, of course, of all fucking people, Tim. Last night mm-hmm. I was like, I went into Fran's chat because he was in hour two of the menus of Tarkov, just going through every menu. And I was like, yo, Fran, what's up? And he's like, yo, are you trying to game? I'm like, yeah, I'm just uh, digitizing some some old VHS tapes. And he goes... Of course he would fucking ask this question. He goes, oh, you use an S-video? I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't fucking – what do you think? I bought this thing? Like I'm not going out and trying to find the high-end pro VHS player that has <laughs> S-video out. Good luck with that. Have fun with that. What am I going to spend $200 on one right now? But anyway, you guys can follow this if you want. bought an adapter. <laughs> <laughs> that was it was five dollars okay it was, fair, actually fair. it was a five dollar adapter and i bought two of them because i wasn't sure if the first one was going to work and it worked and i was like oh cool i'll take this other one back and it was totally so cheap that amazon did that thing where they're like nah dude just keep it just keep the fucking thing. <laughs> so i got a free adapter if you guys want it hey if, you, if anyone has a vhs player that has s video out, i would do it but this adapter doesn't have that so i'll have to get a new one I love that that's Fran's question. Just like immediately probing, immediately getting in there with it. No, it's immediately, it's the same thing. It's never good enough for Fran. I was like, oh, it's so cool. I I found the path of least resistance. I borrowed this thing, super easy, five bucks, digitizing. My wife and I are having this great time. And Fran's like, well, you know, you gotta gotta bring that in at at 60i, and then de-interlace it, and then re-export it. And I'm like, I'm not doing any of that, Fran. I I told you how I almost like ended his streaming career. And and maybe even his life, like I just figured, wow. like after this, he might just leave the country and never be heard from again. Where we were watching his, I was watching his stream one time, and somebody said, "You playing in sixty frames?" And Fran was like, "Yeah." And then I looked, and I was like, "It does say sixty. It doesn't look like 60. And I went back to an old VOD, and I was like, "Yeah, Fran, uh, this the guy who asked if he was playing in sixty was some random guy that had never been there before, right?" So it's just mm-hmm. this. Random dude, you don't know if they're trolling, you don't know if they're just being a dick or right. whatever. And then they left, so they never were there to answer back. But I went back to Fran's old VODs and I came back and I was like, Fran, this isn't 60 frames. And it's at like, I just never seen somebody look so defeated. Oh no. Where he was like, I, Oh no. I can't believe you did that, Andy. <laughs> I wouldn't have the heart. He was like, What are you talking about? No, no, what, what, one sec, one sec. And then like everything ended. Like like the, the whole world was put on oh, on Andy, pause no, so that understand. he could look into this. And he was like, what's going on? It says 60, but the game's not doing. And it just happened to be some setting that had been like way deep in menus that is not a surface level type looking menu. And but before then, I mean, obviously that's the, the solution, but there was a lot of investigation. And I've never seen somebody look 
more defeated and more like like i don't know betrayed by himself you know how it, yeah yeah he's been he's been assuming that he's been putting out the 60 frame per second content and now he feels as if like wow everybody thinks that i was lying to them everybody knows that i was putting on this this fraudulent stream and now they're gonna they're gonna you know boycott i don't know they're gonna That's boycott the, the stream you know they're, I mean? they're gonna hate me. yeah it was really really bad i felt awful for fran but it was just those moments of panic was so funny looking like it was so entertaining to be around and just have that freak out moment. And I felt so bad when I saw the old clips and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, this isn't 60. Do I tell him? <laughs> I was really worried. I was really worried about it. But we now, Tim, it. I found a $400 Panasonic unit that if you uh-huh. give me authorization for, I'll buy right now so we can digitize those those tapes for Greg. Four hundred dollars. Uh, I'm sorry, four hundred and fifty nine dollars. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the kind of funny podcast. Remember, each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather on these microphones. Coming to bullshit around with you. Of course, the show is far from over. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny right now to get the post show we're going to do. Of course, you can also get the show there ad free and you can ask questions. Maybe you'd like to ask this week's guest on the next kind of funny podcast, Barbara Dunkelman, a question yes. or two. Ooh. Will um, I try to eat it? Will I try to take another bite of the apple? Maybe. We'll who knows? Will you, ladies and gentlemen, go to twitch.tv slash FM3 underscore the next time he's streaming and say, this isn't 60 frames per second? Well, I'll have to see. Don't. He can't take that. <laughs> well, he shouldn't have fucking 7-9 Mario Kart. Until next time, <laughs> it's been our pleasure to serve you.